In recent months, economic activity picked up. We can't deal with an economic crisis until you beat the pandemic. The ups and downs. Which way will it go? We're here to keep you informed. This, this. is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Casey Smith and John Dixon. Uh, I've been talking about uh, a few things going on in the financial markets and politics, which I'm not a huge fan of. But, hey, it, it all matters to your money. So it's uh, it's worthy of our conversation. If you have questions, we'd love to hear from you. Our number uh, is 1-855-429-9166. That's our question hotline. The way it works, you'll call. You'll get our message at the beep you can leave your message including the question you'd like to uh to have us answer on the air um and uh we will uh, play it on the air and answer right behind it. If you prefer instead to talk to a human being, you can call us at 770-429-9166. Ask for the radio show or Kelly Lynn, who is our producer. Um, she'll take your information and uh, get it to us, and, and we can answer on the air. Uh, there is another way. You can uh, email us. Our email address is drgene at hensler.com, spelled D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S. S-L-E-R.com. Um, if that's not enough for you, you can do it yourself. No, I'm not being rude. I mean, we got a website. You can go and find the information. We load up all kind of information on Hensler.com, spelled again, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Uh, both of these guys with me probably write a whole lot of the information. It winds up on that website. Uh, John Dixon is, uh, what, what is your title exactly, John? I don't really have a title. I'm not. We're not. We're not big in titles, but I okay. guess I would be considered a, a partner. <laughs> a, par- a partner. A partner. Oh, howdy, yeah. partner. <laughs> uh, he's he uh, runs our tax department at the headquarters building in Kennesaw. Uh, we also have a tax department down uh, close to the perimeter, right? Glen Ridge. Glen Ridge. Um, kind of at the end of well, not at the end of 400. It's uh. 435. Yeah, perimeter and and 400. So um, anyway, John writes a lot of the information on the website about, uh, you know, where it pertains to taxes and how you might act to uh, save yourself on taxes. And uh, KC, um, being a managing associate in our planning and implementation department, I think often gets tagged to write articles uh, that are also put on the website. Uh, I usually just write about the markets and I don't know if anybody listens to that anyway. Well, and um, I'll just point out to you, I think uh, our important perspective is the fact that we have everyone under one roof that can help correct. provide that, that consulting and advice. Right. Kind of a one-stop shop for finance and, and uh, financial planning and uh, tax and uh, not only planning but advice, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, anyway... Um, that's how you can find us. Uh, more specifically, you can call and ask for John Dixon if you got tax questions. Ask for K.C. Smith if uh, if you have questions about financial planning. Again, the number is 770-429-9166. So, guys, uh, we wanted to talk about a situation that's uh, going on now, a recent passage of, uh, of the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2021. Now, if somebody held me up and said, you have to name that bill that gave you the $600 check at the end of the year, 
I would have been lost. But that's, again, the name of it, Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2021. So just, Congress, call them, just call them all the CPA Job Security Act. Well, everything is a CPA Job Security Act. So, yeah. They could do away with the IRS, <laughs> and it would make CPAs better. I mean, they, they would still get more business, right? We would. Yeah. I, that's the reason I think it's funny when they start getting protective of, you know, doing away with uh, income tax. Come on, man. You're going to have something to do. That's right. There will never be uh, too many CPAs. I know John's been pouring over all 5,593 pages of this act. It will. About, what, Christmas? Uh, that's his fun time. He just does that on the weekends. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I stay up all night reading this stuff. It's 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 great. Yeah. It's very intoxicating. Oh, here there, we go again. There he goes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is why we let John hang around. He's the only CPA slash comedian in the building. That's uh, anyway, so this is the $900 billion COVID relief bill, uh, kind of the second coming of the COVID relief bill, following on to the CARES Act, right? That's um, right. And if people weren't already confused with the first round of PPP, now we have a second round of PPP. So it's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, not only that, some it wasn't totally tied to this bill, but there was a continuation of some of that early uh, early funding for COVID relief, right, uh, to the tune of $1.4 trillion, I believe. So in the closing weeks of uh, 2020, we got another $2.3 trillion shot in the arm. And we're going to get additional $2,000, right? So uh, well, it seems that, that's what, you know, that's, that's, that's what they what, say. Yeah. I mean, now that the election has, has uh, ultimately been resolved and uh, uh, while it is a 50-50 split, I think the vice president being a Democrat and definitely would be voting with the Democrats in, in uh, the Senate, uh, you would expect that we're going to get more stimulus based on the way that they've been promising that, right? Right, and that's probably, as we talked about, the short term, why the, the market has reacted the way it has, oh, even yeah. given what's going on out there. And yeah, sugar high. Sugar high. Yeah, go for it. All right, so uh, what is in the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2021 outside of the $600 per household that we've been talking about. It's not per household, though, right? It's per, per individual. individual. And it's not just, say, if you're married, you the the both partners would get the $600 plus children, right, under plus 17. Children, that's correct. And there is a, the age or the, the gross income cap, so 75,000 individual and 150 married filing joint. So there is a phase out of, of the the payment uh, structured similar to the first one that it's a, a credit on the 2020 taxes so that ultimately if you don't receive your check you'll get it through your tax return when it's filed also if you don't get as much as you qualify for based on your 2020 taxes you could get more when you file your return so they're they're giving out the credit based on 19 filings or, or in previous the first one actually was some of the prior years as well but if you end up qualifying for more based Based on your AGI in your 20 tax return, you'll actually get to claim more. But AGI. If, you, if your 2020 AGI is too high to get it, they don't claw it back, do they? No, they do not. So that's yeah. that's the benefit. You get it based on qualification on a prior year, but you don't have to pay it back. Yeah, and AGI is adjusted gross income, which is a term that comes straight from the 1040, right? That's the correct. IRS so tax forms. It's considered all your income less top line adjustment, what they consider top line adjustments. So Which would be phase out is 
Sorry, go ahead. So top-line adjustments would be similar to your self-employed health insurance, HSA contributions, things that are separate than your um, itemized deductions. So top-line, which would also include your $300 charitable donation for 2020. I see. uh, And your... You know, for the education expenses for the teachers, you know, those would be considered your top line deductions. Yeah, John, you are definitely a barrel of fun. <laughs> I got to tell you, uh, KC, you were saying something I didn't. Know. I was just saying that the phase out is uh, is really is based on the total amount of the the credit that you would get, right? So, in other words, if you have more kids, then your fa- your phase out is going to be at a higher level. Like it's not, it's not going to be totally phased out until you reach a higher level. Right. Well, it depends on the ter- how many kids you have. Correct. The percentage of it gets phased out. So there, you could qualify. Part of it could get phased out, and you get part of it. Right. So until you cap out on the phase out, that's when you get zero. Yeah. All so right. Like Jared, Jared is since we're talking about Paulding County and a lot of kids here, a lot of kids. <laughs> so he's in good shape because his phase out's probably much higher with all. The, all the bambinos yeah he's got a kid or two all right um so there was more in it than just giving money back to consumers right right the other most popular issue probably was the unemployment provisions so they allowed another additional 300 weekly benefit to those collecting unemployments through march 14 2021 and this is a federal benefit not the state benefit that normally is unemployment, right? Correct. And then they adapt, they they allowed an additional 11-week extension to the federal funded unemployment benefits. So once they exhaust their state unemployment benefits, they can get another 11 weeks extension for the federal funded unemployment. So that's probably you know, what you'll see, you know, from a market standpoint. You know, you have people who are probably making more on unemployment than they were when they were employed. But it's also in a lot of these industries that have been hurt, you know, sure, like yeah. the restaurant industry right. that, that are hurting right now. Yeah, and it's it's not just those. Those tend to be small businesses, too. Correct. You know, so it's, it's uh, going to a couple of spots that actually have been hindered significantly. Uh, there was also an extension of the... Uh, uh, moratorium on evictions is that correct that's correct yeah so the cdc's uh going to give them another month doesn't it doesn't uh at least officially at the moment do away with that rent it just allows you to pay it after january yeah january 31st right Correct. And as I was going through all 5,000 pages, I didn't see anything um, from mortgage holders, you know, keeping you know, the, the borrowers from having to pay. <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, exactly. And, and it's, the small, um, it's the small property owners that tend to be hit hardest with those as well, right? Right, because you can't. If they're not paying, you can't evict them. So it's, it's a tough situation. You're still trying to make mortgage payments, but you're not collecting the rental income to help support those payments. Uh, John, I will just leave it to you. Get right back in the middle of this. There was uh, obviously $600 for the average consumer uh, included in this up to a certain level of income. Uh, but a lot of information uh, and, and uh, I guess... Yeah, and one thing I wanted to touch on that for the rebates uh, before we move on to the business side of it is the the form one four 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 that taxpayers should have received for the first stimulus and the, and they'll receive another one for the second in in, in 2021. Okay. Uh, however, you know a lot of 
taxpayers didn't realize they were supposed to keep that documentation for their tax return. So we were getting a lot of questions about what they need to do if they lost it or, or threw it away. Right. Uh, they're ultimately not going to get another one. Uh, but what they need to do is go back to a bank statement or some some documentation on their you know the bank website and print the amount they got documentation showing the amount they got deposited, so that their tax preparer has that information. Because again, like we mentioned before, in twenty. 20 tax return, you can actually get more than you, if you qualify for more other than what you received based on a prior year tax return. So tax return, the the, re, the rebates were issued based on prior numbers. It actually qualifies based on 2020. So your tax preparer needs that information for your 2020 tax return. All right. Are taxes going to be more complicated this year? Of course. Okay. And, and and I'm sure they'll be more complicated like next a barber year. if you need a haircut. Right? <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, you can get a shave, right? Uh, all right, John. Again, you know, if they need information about those uh, details, they can call you 770-429-9166 and ask for John Dixon. But let's go ahead and flesh out what businesses received as bailout uh, funding uh, from this this act as well. This was probably the most intoxicating intoxicating I mean, yeah. provision and and business clients were jumping up and down about this but in in this um, act it it clarified that the PPP in the first round the expenses used the expenses that were used by those funds could be expensed. Okay. So originally the IRS the the original yeah. bill said that this was not supposed to be taxable. The PPP right. was not taxable. Well, the IRS position was, fine, the income's not taxable, but you can't deduct the expenses that right. you use the funds for. Basically, they took, took away the benefit Correct. by saying that you would have to... Well, the IRS argument the is you're double dipping. You got the money... And you're getting the expense as a double dip. So, right. But Congress said that was the intent. So right. there was the intent that they got the money and the deduction. So, so it took clarified. a new act in order to clarify that so that the IRS would lay off. Right. So all year with our business clients, we were showing them what their tax liability would have been with or without those deductions. Oh, okay. So you showed and it both ways. That's we showed it both ways the whole year so they could anticipate what their exposure might be. Sure. So we had a lot of clients jumping up and down when, oh, when that passed. So, yeah, no doubt. Um, the other provision that was probably most is going to be most popular for businesses is that uh, the, it allows mills expense to be 100% deductible for 2021 and 2022. So for the next two years... So business meals is what we're that's really correct. aimed at, right? That's correct. So it's business meals and and the, what they consider provided by a restaurant. So right now there's not a lot of guidance what that means. Um, so... But it doesn't doesn't designate it has to be in a restaurant. It's just provided by a restaurant. So yeah, I would think in a restaurant is probably not quite as likely, given the situation still, right? Right. And the whole premise around this was to help support the restaurants that are struggling right now. So. Sure, yeah. And I, I imagine they, they, there are plenty of those that need a little bit of a hand, right? Right. Um, so I should load up my crew and go run through the, the drive-thru, the local biscuit factory. You should. I mean, yeah. it's 100% deductible now. So, well, hey, um, make sure to bring me along. <laughs> <laughs> you can make the argument that it's actually more beneficial now than it was before. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, I mean, the health benefits are still the same, right? Bacon is bacon. Oh, you can't you can't argue with that. Yeah. All right, John. Well, that, I that, that'll help you live forever. 
Bacon? <laughs> Bacon. I did completed the circle. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Uh, so, John, I don't want to cut you off. Is that is that pretty much the the big points to be made? Yeah. The only other two things I'll mention briefly about the individuals is that uh, the the medical expenses is permanently lowered to seven and a half percent. So the the threshold was supposed to bump back up to ten percent, uh, but they permanently decreased it. So now medical expenses, if you itemize, only have to exceed seven and a half percent. Um, I love so, that one because I can never remember whether it was seven and a half or ten, and it would go back and forth yeah. depending on your age and all this stuff. So, so now they made it they made it permanently to seven and a half. And then the other other thing for for the educators out there that the two hundred fifty dollar expense that's the above the line deduction now applies to PPE as well. Okay, uh, with, so, given what's going on in the yeah in masks, the shields, right. gloves, I imagine all that. John, let's take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about this. We got a question or two to answer, so. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products. 